Happy Hump Day! It is Wednesday. It is sunny out, and like Grant just said, it's going to get up to fifty. Yeah, lovely, lovely, <laughs> lovely. I, have you worn your boots more than once? You nope. can bring nope. bring out the raincoat, the galoshes, and the mm-hmm. umbrella on Friday for rain, and a high of forty five on Friday. Really? <laughs> yeah. And we're live. We're at Hammernicks tomorrow. What's the forecast in Hudson, Wisconsin tomorrow? Oh, I have to get for to our the... Santa broadcast. Can't uh, be much different than here. Forty eight and sunny. It looks like for right. Hudson, Wisconsin. Gotta Lovely. Love so we'll be there tomorrow. Santa's stopping by. It's the Hammernicks in Hudson. And we rarely are out in the wild on the east side of town. The Seldom. wild. They're going to let us cross the St. Croix <laughs> River. We have passports. We're excited. And Santa's going to join us. That's going to be fun. Yes. yes. We have, And like you said, we have Minnesota wild tickets that were given Ooh. away later in the show. People have been very delighted. Because this is an easy one. You just have to call at the right time. We have a good book book club. We have a oh, great, yeah. great new book with us today. And you you have music notes that people need to know about because it, it's people for today. Do, well, first of all, Nelly is here tomorrow night. I saw him wait, this wait, summer. Wait. He, Nelly is in town tomorrow night? Yeah. I saw him this summer. I know you did. That was outdoor, right? It's called the My OOs or My Ots Playlist Tour. Oh, So it's Ashante, and of course he's dating her. T.I. 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 Nelly. So it's going to be... It's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got multiple acts, yes. like the 90s tour. Yes. So that's tomorrow night at the Target Center. And there Very fun. Tickets available. And Oof. then I wanted to give a shout out because... Tina Shalesky and friends, she does a holiday get-together yes. show that always sells out, but she uh, is in town because that show is sold out this mm-hmm. weekend, but tomorrow night, they're doing a pajama party at the Parkway uh, Theater, and a lot of people are going to be sitting in, and it's a pajama party, and they are trying to give back to the community by donating menstrual products and nice. diapers to yep. area shelters. You wear your pajamas, soft clothes. This is an occasion for soft pants, not hard pants. There's going to be giveaways, and the crowd is encouraged to sing along. So here's who's performing with Tina. Oh, tell and she's, me. She's my girl crush. I know. She's, she has um, been she's amazing. From Tina and the B-Sides. and. Anyway, here's who's going to help her. Molly okay. Mayer is going to be there. Great. Mary Bue, Becky Capel, Davina from Davina and yes, the Vagabonds. Yes, we love Jaden James, Kelly Smith, Mae Simpson, Jenny Case. We know her from um, the Flamin' O's, Elise uh, Manuel, and Barb Brinstead is from Turn, Turn, Turn. Wow. So it's a who's who's. A it's who's. a who's who. We're, they're raising money and taking donations for menstrual products and diapers, and that's at the Parkway. Tickets are still available. Twenty five bucks. What's the name? Um, wait, Grant. What do you have? No, I was just saying, save that. That's a good one. Oh, okay, yeah. Lori. And didn't what was the name of that um, insecurity? We talked about it because the women on the West. Men's, uh, yeah. Um, period. Period. Insecurity. Security. Mm-hmm. We talked about it in that um, a lot of um, places where you make food donations also are taking things like tampons and pads Ads, yep. and things like that because they're so expensive to buy and not many people donate them. Right. So when you're thinking about giving food and things to your local community food shelf mm-hmm. or wherever you do that, 
this is a really good idea. Don't to include. You could also include uh, the good old. Uh, I remember my mom was sent her husband out. <laughs> Do you for, say the sponge? I'm going to hit you. Yeah, it is. No. <laughs> he sent too. him to go get pose. Yes, po- poisy pads. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always called them the pose, and he called her from the commissary, and he said, "I'm standing in front of the sponges, and I don't see anything called." P-O-I-S-E, the, your poise pads. She's mm-hmm. like, they're not pads to scrub with. They're go to the mm-hmm. toiletry area. But they are absorbent. But anyway, those two. They, those two, you know. Yes, but absolutely. Anyway, so I I love that. Uh, I love Tina. Tina, I wish I could be a little help and be a singer, but you've got it all down okay. with all these amazing women who okay. can sing. I love it. I'd have I, to just go in my soft pants and quietly sing in the background. Because you know it. it's going to be fun songs. I love it. I wish I could. Well, it's a perfect night to go out in your pajamas because it's warm out. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, anyway, just just love her. So... Um, yeah, her Friday and Saturday night, the holiday get together is sold out. But tomorrow night is open. You can go. Yeah. You can go. And we're not sold out at Hammernick's. That's a big old store. Oh, gosh. I Huge. know it. I know it. We're going to have. How much sleep did you guys get last night? <laughs> My usual eight hours. I was up and up. I was out, up, eight. out, up, out, out. You guys eight straight? No, I'd never do. Lori oh, yeah. does. Yeah. Lori, Lori can Lori. sleep on her back so she doesn't it's, get wrinkles. It's one of my superpowers. Uh, she can. She can sleep through anything. You and I, not the same. No, Dakota Johnson just said that she needs at least 10 hours of sleep a night uh-huh. and can easily push it to 14 if she has an opportunity. Even She's when like I, a teenager. I know. Even when I was a teenager, I couldn't sleep on nope. Saturdays or Sundays. Oh, nope. I could. I could loved you? sleeping in late. Nope. Noon. No. Nope. Uh, I would also stay up late. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. But, uh-uh. but teenagers are known to really be able to do 10, 12 hours sleep yep. and they need it. I know. I, I, my growing. kids, I don't You quit think... growing. See, you were well, done growing. I quit in fourth grade. So probably. that's why. This is the problem. <laughs> this is your sleep problem. It all goes back to having a growth spurt Me. in third and fourth grade. Exactly. <laughs> Most of us are of still growing. An adult when I was in fourth grade. Or fifth grade. Yeah, you've reached your full height and your <laughs> shoe size. Congratulations, little Julia. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> oh, and you've reached, <laughs> you're almost to your bus size. Double congratulations. I think that came first. Yeah, that was uh, Honestly, what came first, the boobs or the shoes? Yeah, it, I thank goodness I was a late bloomer. I always, I didn't realize like what a what a bunch of BS being an early developer as a girl is. Oh, cuts your childhood off. It's terrible. Yeah, but it but it's real. It's, <laughs> it's real. real. It's real. I was very I happy. Uh, I, Grant will probably tell us about this later. We'll talk about it. But the Critics' Choice Awards. The girl who plays Margaret and Are You There, God, Me, Margaret, got a Best Supporting uh, Actress nomination, and she is fantastic. When you go to Mexico, watch that movie on the plane. I watched it on the plane. I still haven't seen it yet. And it was delightful. Just so good. Such a good and faithful adaptation of the book we know. I know. New and loved. You know, Grant, if you could see where people can watch it, though, because that, if you're not flying... Hello, hello, it's me, Margaret. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there, God? It's me, Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I think it is streaming on, I don't know what service, but it was on... The plane. On Delta's catalog. Mm -hmm. Good to know. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I mean, I I can tell you that they stay on top of their movies. I know they do. All right, wait. We are going to take a quick, quick break. Um, Thanks for hanging out with us today. We are always streaming. 
We podcast every day, and you can take us wherever you want to go, whenever you want to go. And also, if you download the MyTalk app, we reward you for listening. There's so many good prizes every month just for doing what you already do. Absolutely. Why not? And that um, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Yep. You can check it out on Apple TV, which oh. we've always said is a good one. Mm-hmm. Prime Video and any Roku device as well. All and right. Those are the free options right now. All, All right, right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX with seven Metroid locations. And it's the giving season. If you're kind of stuck, like, what can I do for my grandkids or my um, kids different this year? Probably grandkids. Yeah. Maybe to say, you know, I want to take them for an assessment at Learning RX. We know that they've been struggling and we want to help out at least, you know, drive them there, take care of the rides for this, and then the parents can be involved. But I think that would be a wonderful gift. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, people are like, why don't you like reading? I liked reading so much as a kid. And actually, that just makes the kid even more anxious because they're right. like, what's wrong with me? But right. really, it's just that. They have trouble reading. Right. It's not fun. Or organizing or remembering things. And Learning RX gets to the root cause of the issues. I was just over by the Woodbury one today. Shout out. And um, it works. It works. We love reading the testimonials. It changes the individual's life and the family's life. Learning RX. Call them today. Get your assessment 50% off when you mention us. You give us some good couch. Time for Lori and Julia's Last night was wonderful Good couch Wonderful That's kind of sassy It's sassy Well Hugh Grant sat down with Jimmy Fallon last night Mm -hmm. And in true grew Hugh Grant form He was Hugh Grant He was He (laughs) hacked off Hugh is just fantastic And that is his Twitter handle Hacked off Hugh Oh it is That's funny And um before we get before he gets into talking about Wonka, uh, Jimmy asked him about it. He'd gone to a concert with his daughter, and, yeah. and Jimmy was trying to like just get anything, get anything from him about that. He went to a Blackpink concert. Yes, Ken said that you were a fan of Blackpink. I the, love Blackpink. You, well, now, you, you tweeted about them recently. You said, very grateful to uh, th- uh, 311-year-olds for taking me to see Blackpink yesterday. I'm a rabid blink now. <laughs> Slept with my heart hammer. Are, yes. you, are you a blink? Now I am, yes. I have a daughter who dragged me to this thing. and uh, You didn't want to go. Well, it's not automatically a grumpy 63-year-old Englishman's cup of tea, uh, you know, K-pop. <laughs> But it's a huge concert in Hyde Park in London, and she took me along. And she, what was fascinating, she's a very good girl. You know, she's a very good girl at school. She's a very good girl at home. She's, she's marvellous. Yes. She turned into a raving nutcase. <laughs> Suddenly, she's got this hammer in her hand. She's like, going crazy like this. Uh, it's like a possessed child. It's like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. exorcist. But after an hour... Yeah. I'm... Yeah! <laughs> really? Yeah. They are They're talented. Amazing. I love them, yeah. He and a blink, of course... It means a black pink fan. So taking the two words. I, I like figured, okay, I figured already, that out. What, know, what's you know. so funny when you watch these interviews with, um, especially Jimmy Fallon, I think, the position of the guest chair is almost in front of Jimmy Fallon. And there's not really eye contact because Hugh Grant is looking out at the people, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. It's an awkward interview. It, it just felt a little awkward. And I think Jimmy was going for anything. Please help me out here, Hugh, a little oh, bit. I didn't. I did thought, you think that? I felt I that a little bit. any awkwardness. You didn't? I kind of did. You right away said, you know, that's 
Nah. You know, that's my shtick. I'm, I'm a just grumpy. a grumpy, grumpy guy. Well, then they talked about um, Wonka. They showed a clip um, of Wonka, which does that open tomorrow? The 15th. The 15th, yes. yeah. So it opens tomorrow. Chris Hewitt gave it four out of four stars. So like Jason loves, I can, yeah, loves. And it's from the director who gave us Paddington, one yes. and two. So <laughs> anyway, but uh, uh, Timothee Chalamet, uh, he showed up um, in kind of a little bit in a disguise wearing a love actually red hat and a mustache. <laughs> and uh, Hugh Grant shares how he truly feels about uh, Timothy. Does anyone in the audience have a question for you, Grant? No, here, please. Oh, how about you, uh, sir? Yeah, over there. Hey, Hugh. Hey. hey. What's up? Uh, happy to see you. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. People like this audience, man. Oh, gosh, listen to that. All right. Big fan. Love, actually. Yeah, you work with some incredible actors throughout your career. You've worked, I mean, some really incredible actors. And uh, I was just curious, like, where does uh, Timothy Chalamet rank on that list? <laughs> well, I'm assuming this is not part of the show that's going to be broadcast. I'll tell you the truth. Um, to be honest, I didn't like him. And um, none of us did. It's that, I don't know what it is. There's something just weird about that whole French Timothée Chalamet. <laughs> Je suis français. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually... Do you like me? No, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. That's a good question, though, but thank you. Yeah, but thanks. Thank you. Thank you for asking that question. Appreciate the question. We appreciate you being uh, yeah. inquisitive here at the oh, show. For sure. I'll catch you later. All right. Catch yeah. you later. Bye, yeah. sir. Take care. Bye, Timothée. <laughs> and then I watched Timothée Chalamet, I, Graham Norton, last night, and they taped it last week, but it was Cher, Julia Roberts, Tom Hanks, and Timothée Chalamet. Mm-hmm. And Cher was telling this, you know, they're doing, the script doesn't remember, but she wants a movie about her life. Okay. But they're having trouble with the writers, and she wants to do her own singing. She doesn't want anyone singing. Okay. She said, I don't like it when someone else is in a movie and sings someone else's song. And then Julia goes... Well, except for, you know, and she's kind of hinting because they had just talked to Timothy Chalamet about playing Bob Dylan and singing Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. In the yes, movie. Yes, and yes. then she's like, oh, oh, except that. Yeah, except for that. You know, it was just kind <laughs> of a funny, funny moment. But Timothy Chalamet, Graham Norton said he's 27 and he's been in five Oscar nominated movies. Wow. 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 It's kind of wow. Very. Call me, you know, and he looks like he's eighteen. He has that young boy face. Very, and yes. he's just on a hot streak. And apparently, he is. Uh, well, here's how Chris Hewitt started his review. Can okay. we have Timothy Chalamet play everyone all the time and everything all at once, please and thank you. <laughs> oh, he said he is magic. It is timeless. It is old fashioned. It oh. will make you care about because it's not. A uh, new Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It is how did Willy becomes a become yeah. the person who crafts yeah. chocolates with the ability to summon memories and emotions. Yeah. It's that story, and he just said it. He said it reminded me of like a Jimmy Stewart performance. It's oh. so sweet and generous and wonderful and very moving. You know, and I, who doesn't need a movie like this? We need this. Right you know, now. this is, this is just a delightful review. And he is on with 
he himself, Timothée Chalamet, yeah. is sitting down with Jimmy Fallon tonight. Yeah, it'll be and, wonderful. He's really quite good. He was quite charming. He seemed to be very, he said, I can't believe I'm sitting on a couch with these three legends, you know. And I always get so struck at how skinny it is. Oh, I know that never bites you, but yeah. I, he is. He's thin. I mean, yeah. I, I'm struck, and then I know he's dating Kylie Jenner, and I just, I'm always just struck how thin he is. Uh, all these actors, actors are, are thin. skinny. Well, uh, 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 Cher did tell a story because uh, um, um, Julia Roberts was famously on David Letterman where she got very dishy about an actor who she never named about what a meltdown he had on set. Mm-hmm. And Cher goes, she goes, she goes, luckily that doesn't happen. She said, I remember I, I worked with a director that made me Sob. I hated him so much. One day he asked me, should we do this? And she told us on Grimnor, should we film this scene in the kitchen or the dining room? I said, the dining room. And the next day he came up to me and said, you don't tell me what to do. This story is about the boy, not you. After he asks her and tells her yeah. and makes her feel crazy. Uh, so cause... I think it's Peter Bogdanovich and Mask. The story's oh. about the boy, not you. Oh, good yeah. thinking, Lori did some skipping parting overnight. Well, right. just, I was like, the boy, what movie was about a boy? And I was like, Mask, Mask. which go. is a great, great movie. movie. Okay, so we have two really great deals from Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skin Clinic, MPLSSkin.com. Go there, find out what the specials are. It's right on the front page. Holiday promotions on a red little icon. Click on it. But gift cards, you can get a $500 gift card for $400. Huge. And use it on anything, anything. anytime. Great gift for yourself. Great gift to buy someone you love a lot. And even your good products. You know, like a vitamin C serum or some kind of a great night cream. You know, sometimes those are the things you're like, oh, I don't want to spend that money. Right. This is an instant savings or a $250 card you can get for just $200. But we also really recommend the Hydrofacial. They're having their best pricing on it right now. It's just $149. Again, a great gift for yourself or to give to someone. But cleansing, peeling, extracting, hydrating, fusing, and protecting, it does everything. All skin types, and it's just marvelous. MPLSSkin.com for more information. Happy birthday, Taylor Swift. Happy birthday, Taylor Swift. She was a no-show for the time. Person of the Year mm-hmm. celebration last night. We're trying to hook up our author across the pond. Good. I'm sure we'll do it. And yeah. Dick Van Dyke is 98 today. And was, oh, uh, happy birthday. Yeah, I know it. He was out and about in Malibu with his wife that we met, who he met when she styled his hair and did his makeup for an award show 20 A lot of ago. people seem, that's how, you that's know, Rob Dempsey? Lowe. Patrick Dempsey, yeah, yeah. their makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Taylor, do you think she flew back to Kansas to be no. with? No. Well, I don't know. I, she was out. In New York City last night. Celebrating mm-hmm. her birthdays. She was with uh, Selena Gomez and uh, Miles Teller and his wife. So yes. I, I, I don't know. I kind of thought she'd be at the Time magazine, but maybe she's adopting what we encourage people to do saying yeah, no sorry. to events that you just don't want to go yeah. to. She was already on the magazine. She already she, did the long interview. Yeah, she already this, gave it all. She had this <laughs> plan because it's Miles' birthday yesterday or whoever it was. Right. She's not die and you know, this is the beauty of having a jet. She could be, you know, flying back, although he's not gonna be able to have any kind of a big wild night. It's you know, he's got a game Sunday. And they've been they're on a two game losing streak. 
Yes, yeah. So maybe she'll go back, but we got gifted a new photo. So we mm-hmm. got more addition to the rom-com where she's standing on the other side of him uh, in his plaid jacket on Sunday night. So another authorized, but through the Patrick the Barber on his Instagram photo of the two of them. So this is a new follow, Patrick the Barber. Patrick the Barber. Mm-hmm. And that's the... Travis's Barber. Okay, Travis's Barber is a new follow, and he is releasing all... He posts the photos, <laughs> yeah. So it's so great, and obviously he's got the A-OK to do so, but it was really a nice little addition to the rom-com. Of course, I send everything to... Um, you know, Brittany, Brittany, as soon as I see it. And she probably is just like, I already saw it. Yeah, I mean, you know, no, sometimes she doesn't didn't see it. But the photo went viral last night. She's kissing him and he's kissing her back. And they they just look so, so happy. And yes, Taylor, we are entertained. We are very entertained. Mm-hmm. Well, we're waiting for the other mothers, a novel. Lori did a nice 30-second book review on Instagram. This is a good book. Oh, my God. You can't put it down. So good. So good. And we had Catherine Faulkner on last year when she, with her debut um, novel, Greenwich Park, Park, which was so good. Yeah. She has good covers, too. Yeah. Always have a good cover, people, if you're writing a book. I mean, right now, too, getting back to Taylor. Yeah. There were people. Well, she's calling me on my cell. Well, oh, she is? Oh, good. Well, let's see. (laughs) Catherine? Hello? Hello. Zero. Seven. No. Nothing is happening. You're getting voicemail. It might be asking you to accept the call. Oh, God bless it. Yeah. What are we going to do here? You know, that is a new thing that when you have your text get read to by your voice on your phone, they always read you the string of numbers. What's that all about? What is that all about? That's a new thing. That's AI we don't need. Right. They, They give you like the... The countdowns of how many megabytes or milliwatts or megawatts what or whatever. You- 7,000 miles. And I'm always impressed, <laughs> if nothing else, by her, the ability to be able to say the number, a, a number that, you know, $7 million I can say. But if I had to say 7,943, already I'm stumbling, you know. I'm already stumbling in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. No, I know. Poor Catherine. All right. Well, we'll figure out all that out. We are live, by the way. Yes. And Taylor, Taylor, uh, I mean, person of the year, the most record sold, biggest tour of the year, and now her movie. Oh, it's available now. It's available for 20 bucks. It's the extended version. Yes. Brittany said she's not renting it until she can buy it. Right. She's waiting for the buy. But next up for Taylor... Performing at the Grammy Awards. Oh, she is? Yes, she is. When are the Happy Grammy birthdays. Awards? When they always are in February. Okay. We'll do it then. Yeah, we'll do it then. Um, okay, we're, we're, we're just going to give so up. So we didn't get a, a new second. dress from Taylor last night. We just got a nice leather trench coat. Shades of the 90s, Ralph Lauren. Did you like it? Yeah. I didn't either. Uh, whenever I see a trench coat, I always think, why isn't Angelina wearing that? She loves her trench coats and caftans. Remember when she just did all of her sack dressing for the yeah. longest of times? <laughs> and she had so many beautiful, like, Celine belted coats. It takes a certain je ne sais quoi to wear a trench coat. I love a trench. I, I love a trench. And that's how um, 
Um, the Jonas brother and the gal that he married. Um, no, the other one. Priyanka, uh, Priyanka oh, yes. Chopra. They were wearing Ralph Lauren trench, trench coats to, to the, the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And they were buttoned funny, or that might have been Celine Dion. I think they were buttoned right, but there was something interesting. She looked amazing She's in trying hers. to call you, Grant. Yeah, she looked amazing in hers, Priyanka did. Yeah. But anyway, that's all, that's what the, we got. And from- also, though, other things posted, if people want to look, um, Bradley Cooper's um, premiere last night for Maestro happened. Oh, my gosh. And you can see their, his cute daughter on the red carpet. Well, first of all, they were all waiting for Lady Gaga. She was the last to arrive. Little, our little, our smallest little VIP, Leah, the daughter, she was on the carpet coloring or doing some kid activity. She has a tiny little appearance in the movie, so she's technically in the cast, but Lady Gaga got there late, and they were all Carrie Mulligan, Bradley Cooper, little Leah on the floor with her coloring book, and then Lady Gaga, and then she stands up and and she met her. They're the cutest photos. She, this little girl, looks exactly like Bradley Cooper in Arena. A perfect. She, Doesn't she look beautiful? Yeah, and she had a leopard dress on. She's sick. She's uh, she's just so cute, and she's meeting Lady Gaga. <laughs> Jason is just get in here. Nice. Jason's just dropping by. Jason, we were talking about Wonka. Yeah. And how much you love it. How great it is. We're so excited. Oh, I my know. God. I love it so much. <laughs> You're going to see it again. And I wanted to not love it. Oh, God. We work in a working museum. I yeah, can't I open it. this microphone. No, it's okay. Um, you guys are... Uh, I wanted to hate it. Mm-hmm. Colin really wanted to hate it. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's so magical. I can't wait. Oh, can't wait. And Timothy is... Timothy. Timothy. He can annoy me at times. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not in this. But not in this. And, oh, oh it's just... It's yeah. real good. And you know what? I, I, as someone who read the book and loved the Gene Wilder, I was like, I do want to know how did Willy Wonka get to be such a magical and dark person? I wanted to know that story. What made him? And well, we're going to find out. You're going to find out the, you're going to find out why he's magical. Okay. Um, the darkness, you'll start to see. The oh. dark comedy comes from Olivia Coleman, who okay. oh god, she's in this. She's, the, she's the innkeeper. Okay, she's the best. who's a little dark. Uh-huh. So the darkness, you know, Holly had that concern. Yeah. Holly loves like you do. Mm-hmm. She's I don't know if I like a sweet Willie and I uh, sweet <laughs> sweet Willie. Don't sweet we all? Don't we all, um, but, Jason. Don't we all love a sweet Willie? But uh, a sweet Willie Wonka. Yes. And I go yes. Holly. The darkness of Doll, the the mm-hmm. the darkness yes. of the of the of the of the of the, of the story, yeah. comes from other characters in this. Yeah. Oh. Willie Wonka's younger; he's a little more. He's not jaded yet. Yeah, he's oh, not. You start to see why he's a little jaded. And do you, did you like Tim Timothee's dancing and singing? Amazing. Uh, within the first song, I looked at Colin and I smiled and I go, "I get it. Yeah, I oh. get it. I'm in. Yeah. I get it. Why he was cast? He's." He's mad. It's I know this sounds so He's cliche. Play, no, but He's I magical. Love it. I love it's we ghost, need this. We need this. Yeah, Go, we do in this time. And don't wait to. Fr- I know it's really convenient now to wait for streaming for everything. No, this ghost, is a big movie. This is a big movie. Take your kids. Go. Yeah. Don't bring your bedding into the theater. Oh god, yeah. I had a woman bring her whole comforter what and flat sheet. I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm like, leave your comforter at home. But anyway, um, what age? 
Everyone. Like, um, Alexis asked that. Uh, yeah. Grade, third, like that. fourth, and fifth okay. could even do this. Oh, good. There aren't a lot of dark, and the music's good. And again, the co-stars. The world looks amazing. Okay, really quick. I know you have to break, but you two, what you'll love the most Hugh Grant yes. as the yes. Oompa Loompa. Oh, yeah. There's nothing better. Yeah. There's nothing better. Mm-hmm. He won't. He's an Oompa Loompa that won't fly economy. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you that's yeah. the best gag okay. in the movie. Okay. Oh, gosh. And he brings his Louis Vuitton oh. trunk with them. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait. Go see it. Oh, gosh. Right. Love Thank you, you too. Thanks, Thank honey. You. Good to see you. Welcome back. Second try. We're so delighted to have Catherine Faulkner with us again. Her latest book is The Other Mothers, a novel. And Catherine, thanks for, I know we're catching you across the pond and it's late there. So thanks for staying up to chat with us. Oh, not at all. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm sorry that um, I wasn't there the first time. Oh, don't worry about it. No, no We have two more hours of a show to do. That's right. (laughs) That's right. So, so Catherine, you know, we, we talked to you, uh, we talked to you about your book, Greenwich Park. So that was like maybe a year and a half ago and, and we loved it. And now this book, which came out last week, the other mothers, you must give us the description. We could not put it down. It was so good and twisty. Oh, I'm so thrilled to hear that. Yeah, so the other mothers tells the story of Tash, who is an investigative journalist. She's trying to relaunch herself after the birth of her son as a freelance journalist. So she's looking for her next big scoop, but she's also looking for something else. She's looking for companionship, friends to help her navigate motherhood which she's finding challenging even though she adores her son it's so hard to keep her career going and she doesn't have as much money as some of the other people that she sees in this glamorous neighborhood where she lives and then she sees these other mothers at her son's playgroup and they seem to have everything she doesn't have and they invite her into their exclusive little world of beautiful houses and luxurious play dates and she's very seduced by them um But then when she starts investigating the death of a local nanny, hoping this could be the scoop she's been waiting for, um, the more she digs into this case, the closer she gets to the very mothers who have invited her into their glamorous little circle. And then as her investigation carries on, she starts to wonder uh, whether there's a reason why they've invited her so freely into their exclusive little group. And she starts to wonder whether she's investigating them or is it the other way around? Um, Catherine, did you have, like, was there was there any kind of real-life news story that you saw, like, a little snippet of that gave you this idea? Or was it something that you just thought of on your own? Because it is so intriguing, the whole way that you set up the premise. Oh, thank you. Well, actually, it was a case that I covered years ago when I was first training to be a news reporter. So I covered an inquest into the death of a young person where it was just so unclear what had happened to this young person. And the and the inquest just kind of concluded with an open verdict. And they kind of said, we don't really know what happened here. <laughs> I felt very strongly that this could be a murder, you know, there's been a third mm-hmm. party involved, there'd been substances taken. And I was just fascinated by this whole idea that you could have such a lack of clarity over how someone died that a murder could actually be missed in that way. Mm-hmm. And when I was researching this book, I kind of just, this case got into under my skin and I've been thinking about, I mean, this was 10 years ago, but wow. I never stopped thinking about it. And I started talking to, when I thought this could be kind of the, the starting point for a book, 
I started talking to coroners and pathologists and people who work in the criminal justice system. And they said, absolutely, a murder could be missed in this way. Because it's just not really like how you see on CSI mm-hmm. that there's this, you know, you can tell everything exactly from, a, you know, something you found under a fingernail. In so many cases, it's so unclear. And that whole, all that gray area that that leaves, I just found absolutely fascinating. And the one thing I kept hearing was that particularly bodies in water are very difficult. Mm. So when a body's been in water, it can mask all kinds of signs of injuries and violence. And so, yeah, so that really, that was the starting point. And then that's how I got the story of of um, Sophie, the nanny, and, and that's how I kind of constructed the narrative from there, really. Wow. You know, there's a lot of, uh, just a segue, because yeah. we know you were an investigative journalist and you work for the mm-hmm. Time Mag- um the London Times. And we do know in a lot of British um, kind of procedurals that mm-hmm. we see on Netflix mm-hmm. and that there's always, like, water involved, like the body is found in the water. I wonder, <laughs> so I'm just kind of, like, wow. linking those together if that's... Well, it's because they're unsolvable. It's a way of obfuscating yeah. facts, or however I think I Obfusca- said that way. Obfuscating the facts and stuff and messing up... A murder. Making it be more difficult. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a really good way of masking subtle signs of injury and... Yeah, and also we're just a very wet country. There's yeah. a lot of water around. How do you feel, uh, Catherine? As um, I, I've never heard a book. I mean, of course, I know know the book. You know, uh, noir, and right. we're fans of you know anything that's you know crime, film, or fiction. You know, in this way, how do you feel about your book being described as one of the best and first in the mommy noir category? Yeah, I mean, I think it's hilarious. I think it's, I don't really know what it says about me as a mother of two young children. The fact that having young children inspired me to write dark crime. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But there is something, honestly, I think motherhood is a very psychologically challenging and interesting time. Mm -hmm. And I find... I think that I I embrace I embrace the label. I love that it's okay, called noir. I think it's a great I think it's a great way of talking about a, something that's happening in crime fiction, which I actually think is really important. I think it's actually taken crime fiction to tell the truth about motherhood. Yeah, that, you oh, know, that's you're right. so interesting. It's true because I think and actually kind of and 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 sort of go and have conversations that women are desperate to be having about actually. You know, sometimes motherhood drives you kind of to a dark place, whether you're looking at, you know, literary fiction, the school of good mothers and those kinds mm-hmm. of novels that have been very and uh, right over to, you know, um, things like the books like The Push and The Whispers by Ashley Audrain. I don't know if you've read those both um, incredible books that really push the boundaries of what we're kind of allowed to say as a mother about the mothering experience. And and, and I think when you're a mother, you um the things that are dark and frightening to you are not things that are external, like some bogeyman or some murderer or some psychopath. They're things that are close to home. Like, is my husband really telling the truth? Are my mom friends actually real friends? Or are they, is there something else going on? Has somebody in my circle got kind of an agenda? And, and so your home life, feel, you feel very vulnerable in a way that you don't before you have young children. And the the things that we have nightmares about are actually kind of more psychologically interesting to me because they're closer to home. So I kind of think that's what Mum Noir is kind of describing. Yeah, um, well, yeah I'm for it. I like that explanation. And it also, I think, was one of the first things that drew us to when Leanne 
Moriarty or Lianne Moriarty, have you say her name? Um, when, yeah. Like with uh, Big Little Lies, you know, that kind of tapped into that. Like, are who are these other women and sort of the, the lies and the pretense that goes on on keeping up with the, the other moms? Yeah, absolutely. I love Leanne Moriarty. And there's also this inherent humor in it, right? Mm-hmm. Because yes. it's so ridiculous. And you see that in the other mothers. You know, there's this scene where Tash goes to a playgroup to confront one of these women about what she knows about this murder. And there's all this, like, finger painting going. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do you, do you, if you're just joining us, the book is The Other Mothers. It just came out. Catherine, so good. Catherine Faulkner, her first book was unbelievable, Greenwich Park, and she did it again with The Other Mothers. Um, it, it's a must read. You just really you, can't put it down. This is a perfect book to read because like, people might have some time off. Like If you have a book lover and you know someone who loves um, you know, a thriller, a this good is thriller. so good. It really is. Do you think um, there's do you think there's a real villain in the story or there's a hero in this story, Catherine? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't reveal who uh-huh. that is on the radio. Yeah. But, uh-huh. um, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I I get in terrible trouble for my characters because they're they're quite often there's a few sinister people in there lurking around. Thank it's never you. just one. Thank you. I want some sinister people. Mm-hmm. You can take your pick from yeah. the gummy gummies, which one you think is the most sinister. And it's true. And also, you know, the whole, like, the other moms and then their husbands and how sometimes... There will be, and I remember this, you know, I remember this when I was married to my first husband. There was this guy in the group always hitting on other women, always putting, everyone was uncomfortable and everyone became complicit in holding his secret. And it's like, why the hell did we do that? Yeah, the secrets. It's insane, isn't it? We do hold each other's secrets and the and the things that go on in people's marriages. People's marriages are very mysterious. Ooh. And um, I find these commu- these kinds of communities fascinating where everything's very polite on the surface, but there's all this kind of, if you scratch that away, there's this dark stuff going on underneath. Oh, and yeah. that's definitely Tasha's experience of this group is that it looks so Instagram perfect mm-hmm. on the surface. And as soon as she starts digging, gets underneath what's going on, it all becomes a lot darker. Has oh. this been optioned by Reese Witherspoon yet? <laughs> Not yet. Come on, Reese. Okay, come on. <laughs> this would be great. Yes. This would be the next Big Little Lies. Oh my gosh, I would love it so much. I I thought that the yeah the whole production of that was so incredible. But can you I, see I, I, it for this? You, oh, your yeah. book would do it. It would translate so well. You've already done all the hard work. Yeah, well, I can't say too much about it, but you know, I'm obviously very much hoping that we'll see it on the um, we'll see it on the screens in some form. Well, we are delighted to have you on again. Another big hit, "The Other Mothers," a novel by Catherine Faulkner. It's so delightful to talk to you again, Catherine. It has been lovely to speak to you both again. Thank you so much for having me back. Absolutely, take care. Um, Glad you loved it. Thank you.